0: Ah. Welcome to Voices International, a podcast where students, staff, and families will build community. All right, welcome back. This is episode 11. I hope you enjoyed the intro tune once again. That is Agua Dulce, a local band from the South Bay of San Diego. Uh, check them out; they're on Spotify, I believe, iTunes, and probably even Pandora. Um, okay, so today is another special episode. They're all special here at Voices Internacional, where we are engaging our community. And today we have another one of our student leaders and also a candidate for our ASB president and vice president. Her name is Jasmine Ibarra, and she is one of our seniors. Welcome, Jasmine.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. This is really exciting, especially since I've been following this.
0: Nice. I'm glad. What, what have you thought so far? We're 10 episodes in. What do you think of the the episode so far? What, what's, what's your take on it?
1: Um I've, I'm loving them, all the messages. it's kind of it's kind of like reading a book, but it's like an audiobook, basically what a podcast is. Um, and it's happening in real time. So it's really interesting and it gives me it gives me um, teaches me about the teachers and our community and the students and it's really nice to listen to that and learn more.
0: Nice. I'm smiling super big right now. I'm um, <laughs> really happy. Because when I I realized last week that the idea of the podcast came, I think the seed was planted last year. I was connected with an educator up in Oakland who is a poet and like a community activist who is also a dean of students at a charter school. And he has a podcast. And I think I always had it in the back of my mind. And as I was thinking of how can we connect as a community through distance learning I figured how cool would it be for us to share our stories, you know, so I'm glad that listening to them, you feel like you're learning about your teachers um, and students. So hopefully we get more folks involved. Like, you know, someone that's been dodging me is, is your advisor. So hopefully you can talk to her and get her on one of these podcasts. soon.
1: I'll, I'll nudge it in, in the advisory meeting this Friday. I'm going to remind nice. you for sure.
0: Good. Good, good, good. All right. So one thing that I, I, you know, being new at our community, I think last year I got to see you in the hallways, got to know you briefly. I feel like the junior class was, was one of the classes that I, I didn't get to connect with as well as as like, say, the freshman or sophomore classes. Um, but I know that you've been involved with ASB already I know that you've been involved with planning some of the activities that we we had last year. And so I'm curious, like we know you're a student leader at International. Who are you outside of school?
1: Um, Well, I have two siblings, so I'm an older sister. I'm also like one of the eldest cousins, second eldest cousins in my family. And I have about uh, five or more cousins. I I even have more in the Philippines that I've never met. Um, So I'm a big family-oriented person. Um, I haven't been as involved in my church as I would like because of COVID. Um, I have been cont- in contact with my catechist. Um, she's she's so nice, and she's so generous and understanding about the situation. But what I'm really missing is that um, church time, because uh, I'm a youth leader, too, for the confirmation class, and... Um, I also play guitar. I really like music. Um, I'm mostly into classical. Um, Recently, I've been obsessed with uh, songs from movies, um, such as Studio Ghibli's Howl's Moving Castle. I've been really obsessed with that for the past two months, and I'm not sure why. Can't get over it. Um, Yeah, it's kind of a just
0: about me that's awesome and you know what that's interesting i don't think i had heard from other folks like what their family is like um i might have to add that to the questions but that was really cool to hear one that you are probably seen as a role model in your family right as one of the oldest so people are looking up to you and following your lead um my sister was that for me um what or how long have you been playing music
1: um well music has always been a part of my life i wouldn't actually consider um pursuing it as a career um i started singing at a young age i don't sing as much anymore maybe to myself um but uh not as much i was as a kid i was very um i was very outspoken And I find that really surprising because, you know, I can't really remember any of it. (laughs) But, um, wow, it's just thinking about it. um, Music has always been a part of my life. It's helped me get through a lot of things. And I'm sure a lot of people could say the same. Uh, But for me, I started singing a lot when I was a kid. And I did karaoke like all the time whenever my family would have parties Um, yeah, I just beyond that till the morning. (laughs) Um, and then when I was eight, I learned how to play piano. Um, and that was really enjoyable for a while. And then I moved on to something that wasn't, that didn't involve music, which was ice skating. Uh, then I did ballet at some point. I've, I've done a lot of things and I feel like that's broadened, um, my knowledge about the world, which is great. And I haven't stuck with all of the things for a long time, other than maybe guitar, which was, I started playing in freshman year. Um, I started off playing ukulele and that was, that was an easier transition because I played ukulele first. So learning chords and such, and just playing a string instrument, it's different than piano. Um, yeah, I don't know, it just, the sound is different. When you play it, it makes you feel different. Um yeah, I've been playing for
0: about 3 4 years now. Um yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Um dang, I love what you said about when you have the opportunity to do a variety of activities or experience different things like it does broaden your perspective on on what life is like, right? Or you learn about different cultures or different areas of the world and you know that's amazing, and then just to go back to the music a little bit more. You mentioned karaoke in your family. I know in my family that's super popular too. Do you? Is there are musicians in your family, like like folks um, that sing or play? I guitar? know
1: one. He he did have. I am not sure if he had concerts, but he does play guitar there. Um, a lot of my dad's side of the family, um, and even my mom's side of the family is musical but um as like life went on um they pursued different paths um i mentioned i did ice skating i did that with my cousin so all of the things that i have pursued were usually um with someone else alongside me so i was experiencing that with um with family so that i guess that really um is my biggest connection to music is family um so yeah we learned we did ice skating, my cousin Angelina and I, we did ice skating together and she, she did it until, um, up till now. And so like the age of synchronized skating, I think the wow. age, it just like, yeah, you start really young and then you continue on for however you like. And she did that till like 16 basically. And I've, I've always admired her, um, dedication to that. Cause you w- wake up early in the morning, then It's like two or three in the morning, or a little bit later than that. But she always woke up early in the morning. I remember if she had sleepovers here at my house, um, she would have to leave early with her dad. Um, But
0: for for training,
1: dedication is amazing.
0: Yeah, that's incredible, and and so like this cousin and you are close in age.
1: Yes. um, Well. I'm a couple months older than her, but we're, we're fairly close for um, not seeing each other a lot.
0: Yeah. Due to COVID or, or because of where she lives?
1: Um, Due to COVID and uh, her busy schedule, she's a lot busier than I am. Um, I don't know. I'll, I don't always know exactly what she's up to, but she's definitely a busy body and I'm sure she knows where she's going, but whatever she does, I know she'll do great.
0: Nice. That's awesome. And then, you know, I started to mention about hearing you speak of being one of the the elders of at least like your generation in your family. Mm -hmm. Do you feel any of that or like, do you notice yourself being kind of a role model or like just someone to look up to in your family?
1: (laughs) Yes, Definitely. Um, when I was little, I always wanted a little sister because my other cousins had—they all had little sisters—and I was the only one who was an only child for a while. And that was when I was maybe five or six that I realized this. Um, I don't know—I just felt really old for my age. Um, School—it was—it was a little difficult in elementary school. Um, I feel like that's why I've matured um, very quickly. Um, aside from also having younger siblings. um, Wow. Kind of have to think about that a little bit, but um, I feel mostly pressured to do well. Um, I'm not sure if older, uh, I'm not sure if other people who are the eldest in their family um, or within their immediate family feel this pressure too, but I I do feel a pressure and a need to do well, um, not just for myself, but for others, because I know there are a lot of people looking up to me.
0: Nice. That's awesome to hear. And and I think, too, like, you know, in a good way, right? Like, it's not like a a negative thing to see that people are looking up to you, because I, I think... Everywhere you go, there's always going to be someone looking up to you or, or looking to see how you do things to be able to do it themselves, right? And I feel like no matter what you do, your family's going to be proud of you. I think just from the little bit that I know about you, I'm proud of you and, and excited to see where you go from here. So I know that no matter what you do next, you know, this year as a senior or in the future, I feel like no matter what like you're going to be setting a bar for your your siblings and your cousins to you know try to like be better and and do better right and I I think I say that because that's one of the things that my dad always told me growing up that he always wanted me to have a better life than he did you know and I yeah, feel like I every that generation too. that and that's what we want right like we want mm-hmm. not like things are bad but like how can we make the quality of our lives a little bit better every time. Yeah. You know, so I got no doubt that you're going to do that and and do it well, right? Because that's, I, I feel like that's the kind of student you are. You follow through. You know, I mentioned, I know you're involved with ASB. This year you're running to be uh, in in the leadership roles of ASB. You know, so let's talk about that. Like where, why have you been involved and where do you see is be going? What's your vision for our school?
1: Okay, a loaded question, but um, hopefully I'll be able to answer all of that. Um, I wanted definitely going into um, into high school. I wanted to find a way to be involved in the community because as a middle school uh, student, I was very shy. I wasn't wasn't very um, what is the word? I struggled. To um, voice out my thoughts, I was a very um, introverted person. I'm still very introverted, but I've grown out of it. Um, and even then, there are still like times where I just feel like I need to just go back into my shell a little bit. <laughs> but um, that's okay. Um, let's see. Uh. The main reason why I joined ASB in the first place, I wasn't actually planning on joining it off the bat because I never knew about it until um, my best friend brought it up to me and she was like, you should join with me. We can do something together um, because we're, we're very different people. Um, but I've really honored that because it helped me see different things um, and understand um, other people. I've made a lot of friends that are different than me and were usually not interested in the same things or know about the same things or have experienced the same things in life, which is a great thing because um, it really broadens my knowledge and I keep expressing that. But I just feel like it's very important. Um, Most people, I feel that they they usually go with like-minded people or just something that... um, that they find familiar um, is what I find in a lot of schools, um, not just at high tech it was very common in elementary school too. Um, if people were the same race or they just like the same things, people would immediately come friends. And usually you don't think about that as a kid, but I, I was already thinking about that. Um, but yeah, I found a way to um, help my community and During middle school and until now, I've also, I forgot to mention earlier, I've also volunteered with therapeutic recreation services for the city of San Diego, and I helped with um, activities, uh, summer camps specifically, and these would be a week long um, where you wouldn't actually camp, but you would go to, uh, say, a beach, and you'd go there for that same location from uh, seven o'clock or nine o'clock. It actually starts at nine, but I always went there at seven. Um, it's like nine to three or four. Um, so basically I would help with setup and cleanup. And I would get to work with people who had disabilities. Um, mm-hmm. Usually they did need help, um, but there were also other, um, other staff that have um, training for that. So there were a lot of volunteers that were needed because there were also a lot of participants. But that was always really fun for me. Um, and sadly, I wasn't able to do that this summer. And I was really looking forward to it because um, it really it's, it's the highlight of my summers, um, aside from spending a lot of time with family and, of course, catching up on sleep <laughs> that I missed during school. Um, let's see, in ASB, I've worked closely with the previous well not the previous but um two years ago or one year oh my gosh it feels so long I've been in ASV. but um I worked with Paul and Emmett um they were the president and vice president of ASB before you were at High Tech International and I also worked yeah. with Fran and I planned one of the one of the dances which was called um Ball um, Social or Homecoming and I've never really been a social butterfly. So I decided that I would try to push myself a little and go out of my comfort zone because just to experience that. Um, So I did go to the dance after I planned it with um, my best friend as well as Fran. And when I got there, I was like, gosh, I'm already feeling nervous and I want to go home. (laughs) I know near to no one here. Um, and my best friend was there with someone. So I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I saw some of yeah. my friends from middle school there. And that was really exciting because I don't get to see them a lot. And um, usually uh, they don't answer texts. So to see them in person was really big for me. And I was like, OK, so we're all chilling here in the corner because all, all of those friends from middle school were also introverted. <laughs> and that wasn't. Uh, that wasn't the best experience, but now I know that I don't enjoy going to those things. <laughs> um, the things that I do enjoy, if not like a big party with a bunch of people I don't know, is um, just small groups um, with family and friends. Like those, are, those really make my summer. I usually have bonfires for my birthday, and I would invite um, my friends. And of course, my family would be there. And we just have fun. We just spend the day at the beach, and that that was good enough for me. Um, for uh, my vision, um, Jaden and I we we've known each other since middle school. I started going to high tech as a sixth grader, and I'm not sure if this goes for everyone, but on my first day, I was going from a public school, and this is still public school, but. Um, just the project-based learning was so confusing for me. The switching of classes, I never knew that about middle school. No one ever told me about it. So when the time came that I had to go to my classes, I was just, like, lost. And the day before, just the day before, I was introduced to all of my teachers. Um, I got to see what it was like in um, in a different environment. And if I, I was already uncomfortable. I noticed that um, – And I feel like most of the time I was very good at the work in my elementary school. Um, And that was usually from a book where I could work independently or I could work with other people if I wanted. But um, here it's like, here it was really different. So for me to have to um, express myself and my thoughts, um, my thought process, just everything, just sharing with other people what I think. I really had to grow my own my own opinions about things and that was a really rough process. Uh, <laughs> yeah but over the years um, as I made different friends um, from like different backgrounds that really helped me and I've I've stayed friends with a couple of those people and there's are still very important people in my life and I've always appreciated that. Um, I think the thing I love the most about high tech, about being a high tech student is um, just this amount of growth in such little time. What, well, what feels like such little time. Um, being forced to go out of my comfort zone um, basically every day um, was, it just felt like a test sometimes, but at other times it was like, This is easy. I can do this. Um, And just experiencing that throughout the years has been really life-altering for me and has forced me to get out of my shell and get out there. Um, And so while I'm pursuing this leadership position at the school, I actually wasn't thinking about running. Um, Jaden was actually the one who reached out to me. Um... I can say that maybe we've worked on a couple projects together, um, but I I know him from uh, his popularity um, because he is such a charismatic person. He's very helpful. He's really good with words um, and expressing himself, and I've always admired that about him. Um, I know that he explained that that wasn't always the case in um, in middle school, but Man, seeing the growth now, it, it's so amazing how this school has changed us. And so for um, I, I do hope to win. And if not, I'm still going to be a part of it because I enjoy being a part of the community and helping out other people. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to work with other people to learn more about them and hopefully uh, connect people and through this podcast, maybe that message will spread.
0: Yes. I feel like I amazing. talked a lot. <laughs> no, that was perfect. Um, you know, I, I think hearing all of those pieces of of your identity and who you are and, and how, like, school and your family has shaped who you are to this moment, right? And, and you talked a lot about activities that are in service for others, right? Whether it was the, the working with folks with disabilities or working in your church, you know, like everything that you do seems to me that you are looking to help others, make them feel that joy and and love that, that you've received. And I think that's exactly why I love High Tech High, because your description of coming into our school and or our, our, our schools, I should say in middle school mm-hmm. and feeling like, whoa, what's going on? Like I'm confused, I don't know where to go. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then like you're asking me to share my feelings and present, like, you know, but then to see you now, I would have never known that or believed that, right? And and I think you and Jaden share a similarity in that that you're right. Like the school and the experiences have have transformed you, but Mostly because you've allowed that to happen, right? Like you've gone out of your comfort zone multiple times and and like put yourself out there to plan a dance and then go with not necessarily knowing anyone and, you know, things like that that also speak to your character and your curiosity, you know, and your willingness to like do something not expecting anything in return, but because you truly just want to be a part of the community and give back and you know how exciting um and I just love that like you shared a lot all of that and and you have that realization of like wow we've changed you know we've transformed and um like you said I hope that everybody listening to this can see that and You know, give yourselves the opportunity to get involved, participate, volunteer. If if I have any regrets in life, it's that, you know, that I didn't participate enough or more, I should say, Um, because I think we too often miss opportunities because of our shyness or I don't know anyone or, you know, what, like something bad's going to happen, but then it doesn't, right? Like you saw your, your friends from middle school and it was awesome,
1: yeah, it was.
0: So that's super cool. Okay. So you've mentioned the podcast a few times and, and I'm just curious, like, as someone who has listened to it and now you're participating, what do you think we could do to to hype it up a little more, get more folks involved?
1: Uh well, like I mentioned in the ASB meeting that you were um in, um including it in advisory announcements Um, maybe not everyone will go but i feel like it'll bring more grades to listen to it because i i know that that's a thing that we want to have is um, multiple grades um, and everyone in the school eventually um, to be listening to it to hearing other people's stories to hopefully learn something and to learn something about other people and maybe um, if they didn't know something about the teachers or staffs, to learn about what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, our teachers are amazing. Um, all the teachers that I've had um, since I started at High Tech, I, can, I still remember them. I still try to um, keep in contact with them. I've been sending emails to my past teachers. Uh, one thing that I like to do is to send appreciations. That has always been a thing that has been emphasized for me, at least, um, in my High Tech experience whenever there would be talent shows or guests, or even um, just teachers or staff representing, uh, presenting something to the students would be to always include appreciations um, to show that everyone's listening um, and to show that um, you know, you're doing a great job at what you do and you're appreciated by the community. Um, just validating that, I feel like that's very important um, I usually write letters to my teachers, which some people might think weird. Um, I also write letters to my friends if it's their birthday or something. Um, sometimes no. my friend will call me a really old soul just for writing letters. Like, look at you all sophisticated, sending letters to middle school friends and stuff. But I, I enjoy yeah, it. So cool. um, <laughs> yeah, I've been writing letters to my one friend from middle school, and I've been learning a lot about her that I did not know before. So just finding these different ways to um, to show our gratitude for people, I feel like that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this podcast will definitely allow us to do that if it reaches a lot of people.
0: I love that. And I love this idea of, especially right now when we're in the middle of this global pandemic, and I don't even know if it's the middle yet or not, but we're in it. And how do we stay connected, right? And I think tapping into those really old forms of communication, not text, not phone, not, you know, social media, but like taking out a piece of paper and a pen and writing some thoughts down, I feel like that's a gift. You know, when you receive that note that someone took time to write for you and and it has something personal, that's, oh man, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking of that. That's so amazing that you do that. And, you know, I guess I just want to say, thank you for your time. Um, you know, I really appreciate everything that you've shared and and just how, how much love you have for community, how much love you have for our school and, and this willingness to give back. And I guess I do just have one final question. And, you know, this is like a no pressure question. You don't have to have the perfect answer. Uh, right. I
1: plan on answering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you have like, do you have an idea of where where Jasmine is going next?
1: Oh, my gosh. I've actually been wondering this myself. If I'm being completely honest, I have been stressed about it. Um, the whole not knowing, I usually know exactly what I want to do. But just reaching this point in my life where I do have to know where I'm going or I feel like I have to, um, it's its scary. Um, I've been asked a lot, um, what I want to do with my future, what career I want to pursue, what major, what college. Um, it's, it's heavy stuff. Um, I feel like it's normal. Um, if you feel pressured about it, especially, um, as a senior, this is like the final year. This is like the final countdown to where, where are you going with your life? Um, but I, I, I have no clue, um, I do know, well, I guess this is a clue, um, I do know that I want to help people in the future, I want to keep doing that, um, ASB will allow me to do that, um, I, I just really want to help people in my job, um, whatever I choose to do, and I feel like it's, it's okay, like I keep hearing that it's okay to not know, and then I'm also being bombarded with where are you going? And all those questions that I feel like I have to answer. But I feel like I need to be um, upfront with myself and keep telling myself it's, it's okay. I'll find out eventually. Um, I'll probably stay close to home though, because I will be too homesick. Um, <laughs> a lot of people may see me as a perfect person just because my um, my assignments are shown as examples by teachers, but um, really, it still took a lot of work to get there. It still took me time. It still took me asking questions after class, emails. Um, I'm struggling just like everyone else, <laughs> um, and that's okay. I'll get there. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, and and I think, like you said, everything, right? There's pressure. It's normal. It, it can be, you know, it can, it can cause a lot of discomfort to not have an answer. And, and, you know, when you have family or friends asking you these questions, but I think you have the right uh, perspective on it. of uh, You got to be honest with yourself and you know something that brings you joy, which is helping others. So, you know, looking into what those nearby schools offer in terms of careers that can lead you down that path. And also knowing that, you know, ultimately for a lot of things, it, it's really just having a college diploma that will open doors. You know, what that degree is in may or may not matter depending on how specialized what you are pursuing is you know so i think eric said it best in in his episode uh where it's really about being curious and exploring the things that you're interested in and college allows you to do that you know you could take as many courses as you like so all of that to say jasmine that i'm really proud of you i'm proud that you are. One of our students at International, I think you will find out exactly what you're gonna do when the time is right. Um, and if you continue down this path of you know helping others, doing the work, and most importantly what you said there of asking questions, asking for help, you know those are the things that guarantee your success in the future, your work ethic, and not being afraid to ask for help, you know, because we're all, like you said, we're all struggling. And sometimes people just don't know Um, All you got to do is ask, you know, and and I I love that you shared that with us today. So again, thank you for your time. Everyone who's listening, really appreciate you uh, sharing this moment and hopefully you take away some lessons and, You know, if you have any questions, look up Jasmine. If you type in her name, her email should pop up. So contact her and, you know, let's connect. And I think I'm going to start sending more letters out, like handwritten notes.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Well, thank you and you have yourself a good night.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Well, thank you all for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.